And welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast after a little um, unscheduled break. Thanks, GW. Yeah, thank you, GW. <laughs> yeah. Um, for whatever reason, uh, Craig still does not have a shipping confirmation on his um, his order of the new box set. Yes. So we were just kind of waiting and waiting, waiting for the new book to get here, so that way we could like talk and talk a little bit about yeah, like you know our favorite new parts and play a few demo games, mm-hmm. uh, which I got to do, but Craig hasn't done. Nope. And then I bought another box set, and so I've lent him the book from that. Mm-hmm. And, which I have uh, been reading. Yeah, so he's he's starting to make his way through it there. But uh, I don't think you've played any games yet, though. I, I have not. So the I did finally hear back from Games Workshop after seven. Oh, several, you did? Oh, so yeah, several emails and two weeks worth of waiting. They got back to me and they're like, can you give us the order number? So you I didn't said, include that in the email? Come on. I did. Amateur. I did. Oh, okay. That's oh. the thing. <laughs> I did order, or did include it. And I was like, I sent it back in like. Yeah. I even gave him a screenshot of the PayPal uh, yeah. ID tracking number. Yeah. And that was Monday. It's Thursday now. And I still haven't heard back from them. So nice. at this point in time, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to go to Red Claw Gaming and just buy it. Yeah. And yeah, that uh, makes sense. Because I'm, I'm, done, I'm done with the waiting. And, yeah. uh, and then just return it. Yeah. Just take it into the Games Workshop store like, and just return it and be like, uh, thanks, but, but no, no thanks. Because I know I, I was I was I was at I was at a Red Claw today and picking up paints mm-hmm. and that's a whole story into itself, but I I will get into that. But uh so I uh We can take that one offline. Oh no, I'll talk about <laughs> this. Trust me. Oh, yeah, okay. Kay. Um but or, yeah, yeah, so Any, anyways, uh, like, so still in business mode. Oh yeah, so I'm uh, I'm sitting there and I'm 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 like I'm at I'm there and I'm like oh should I just buy it? I'm like no 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 I just I just I just spent sixty dollars on paints. Yeah, and because as we'll talk about when we get into the whole uh, hobby talk, I've been having troubles with deciding on or trying to come up with a purple that I like, and yeah. we we discussed this. I just I discussed it in an article I'm writing right now, but yeah, um, I uh, yeah I I I I I was I was there and I should just picked it up, and I didn't, but I did get my hands on one of the new sword praetors because I need. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah, I I would have uh, given you mine, but I already cut the arms off him and then regretted it. I just wanted the sword. Oh, I yeah I could have. I literally only wanted the sword. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. I could have hooked you up, cause, uh, but that's fine. I'll, I'll use it. I'll use my sword. I've got a good idea for it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. um, we'll talk about this in hobby talk. I I, I want to talk about my army. You want to talk about your army? We have big plans. These yep. are these are things we want to talk about. So, what is new with you, quickly? Um, been running the company pretty much all week, because uh, uh, everybody went on vacation. <laughs> Oh yeah, and the only person left from the leadership team mm-hmm. not on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so that's been crazy, but fun. Um, and then uh, what else? Oh, uh, my dog almost died again. So that was like a whole thing. Since since I was there over at your place. no no okay, no okay. yeah yeah no. Um, I mean, I took him to the vet on like Monday and got him like some more stuff, but yeah. it didn't work. He has a specialist appointment on. Um, Tuesday now. Yeah. yeah. 
Hello? Hopefully we can get that normalized. Oh, you um, seem to disappear there for yep, a second. Hey, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay, good. Oh, weird. Okay, yeah, it went, it went dead on my side too, so I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it kept recording. We'll find out later. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, just been dealing with like a lot with the dog and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and cleaning the house and getting shit ready because we're having guests and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I bought. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, what's happening there. Hopefully, it's okay. But um, uh, maybe it has something to do with the storms that we're having yeah. right now. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyways, if it's uh, slightly disrupted, folks, we apologize. But yeah, we're getting um, some pretty bad weather here in our area. Had three tornadoes in our province this yep. today alone. So yeah, it might be you. You just you just went a little robotic. Um, huh. But uh, anyways, um, yeah. So I I had ordered uh, one of my box sets, and it was pretty late getting here as well. Yeah. Um, not as late as yourself, but. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's when I ended up buying like another box, uh, just so I could get my hands on the rules because I was writing some articles and had to play. I wanted to play a few um, a few test games, yeah, because uh, I, I want to adjust the the rules for, for um, the rules. I want to adjust the uh, the structure for LVO, which I've said a few times mm-hmm. um, that once I actually get playing some stuff, so I want to try to play some games that seem way out of whack. Um, you know, like I'm mostly infantry and maybe run up against a Kratos or something. Yeah. 2000 points. Um, so I want to play a few more, like just kind of wacky bonkers games like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but I did play a couple, couple test games. Uh, played one against, um, Armin. Uh, it was really close. What he squeaked me out. He used his Alpha Legion, yeah. but we realized like right at the, right as we were about to get started that the list was illegal, but we we're just like, fuck it. Let's, mm-hmm. Play it anyway. Um, and uh, he ran Headhunter Leviathan. I ran Decapitation Strike, and it was really, really, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah I heard. But anyways, it's uh, it was a really, really close game. Yeah. Um, I really like reactions, but getting used to and getting intelligent with those, I think, is where you're really going to see the separation of like a skilled player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I really like reactions. I think they're going to separate like a the really strong players from. Um, maybe the players that are good at maths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the reactions are a big thing. Like I was able to get my hands on reading some of the rules, and and reactions are going to play a big part in this whole this whole game moving forward. Yeah, yeah. So I made some real like stupid moves. Um, in particular, like with my reactions and stuff, I deep struck my guys, which was big because um, you can charge at a deep strike now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I tried to get one. I tried to get his heavy support squad but yeah. it was kind of stupid like i landed they had an augury scanner and uh you realize that volkite culverins are like five shots now so you shoot 25 shots at me with the flag rate um, he, he, had, he was using his bikes right no this was just a heavy support squad oh with, um with volkite calibers he was using his bikes and actually that was funny because the mvp of the game no. was uh, a building i was hiding in <laughs> Which killed killed two of his bikes and wounded everything else, including the Praetor. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, which allowed me to get it down to like one bike and the Praetor, and then I killed the one bike. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I landed landed behind the um, Volkite Culvern guys who mm. shot me a whole bunch. Then I shot at them like an idiot, which allowed him to shoot at me again. 
And then I was like, I only got like three guys left. I might as well charge them because if I don't, they're just going to get shot to death anyway. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I get through. And then I tried charging them and died. Um, it was a ten. It was like a the smaller assault squad that I took. So we were playing a small game, like a thousand points. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, and then my other big squad was still there. So my warlord, both warlords, managed to survive. But it was a good game. And then um, and Scott and uh, I think the guy his name was James. Maybe plays Space Wolves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. I, I played against them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So he and he and Scott played a couple games. Uh while Armin and I played and then we all kind of just like went for lunch nice. um, with the rule books and sat there kind of going through them. Uh, and then I played a game with Brady. He was playtesting some Imperial Fist because he was thinking he was going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Imperial Fist reaction was pretty good. Um, I think that, I think it was I think I, I landed deep struck and the way that I deep struck kind of put me into like a bit of a channel. So I couldn't get enough guys. He reacted with his dreadnought, mm-hmm. his contemptor got into me. And then I couldn't get enough guys into him at once to really like use all the cracker hands yeah. um, on it and just try to wound it on fours. Mm-hmm. Um, and which uh, would have been nice. Um, but, uh, and then the melt bomb kept missing because he, Contemptor's weapon skill five now, and the sergeant's only weapon skill four. So you're hitting on fives. Oh, the, the chart changed. So um, no. yeah, so I didn't end up like really doing anything. I think to the contemptor, while it just sat there and like beat the crap, and then he pinched me with his uh, champion because mm. we were playing a small game, like 750 points or something. Okay, gotcha. So he pinched me with his champion, and um, yeah, just uh, didn't didn't pan out for me, but um, that's okay. Uh, I was just kind of goofing off and, and I wanted to play with my blood angels at 750 points, but I just didn't, um, have time to get all this stuff built cause I'm, I'm kind of going a little ham on it, but we'll talk more about that, um, yeah, later, but yeah, yeah. Um, is it raining where you are? Uh, not Sounds yet. like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it might be the dog's nails. Oh yeah. Must be. Yeah. Must be the dog's nails. I was like, oh, is it hailing crap? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyways, yeah. So we did that. Uh, and then in terms of new stuff, I mean, God, there's too much to oh, too much God. to mention. Like, I, I went ham on it. I got uh, I got a, two boxes. I got I traded away some Mark IV for Mark VI. And um, I got a Kratos, but I think I'm actually going to hang on to the Kratos and use it. I was going to use it in my Blood Angels, but I think I'm going to use it instead in my... Um, In your what? In your what? Um, I think I'm going to use it in my Alpha Legion instead. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. So, because uh, I was talking with Armin and like, um, I don't know. I want to. You can put a lot of Volkhead on the new Predators, and you can put a big Volkhead on that. And yeah. I, don't know, I like Volkhead, and I like Volkhead for the Alpha Legion. So, um, I'm going to do kind of probably going to do a little bit of. Um, like the Alpha Legion from Talern. Yeah, yeah. And then mixed with like Headhunter Leviathal probably, so that way I can just run a lot of Seekers and stuff. But oh, nice. uh, yeah, that, that probably won't happen until next year, just because I still have tons of Alpha Legion shit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I painted a lot of black and red over the years. I'm painting a lot of red right now, so. Mm, you are. Uh, or I, I will be. Um, I've almost primed everything, but yeah, anyways. How much you got uh, built? How much do you have built? 
I have two tactical squads. Uh-huh. Size. Uh, ten man each. Okay. With uh, Vexillus. Okay. And uh, sergeants have power swords. And then um, I have a heavy support squad. Uh, five man with uh, assault cannons. Mm-hmm. And I just use the rotor cannons for that. Yeah. Yeah, you should uh, get for all that. Yeah, I'm working on Crimson Paladins actually, even while I'm just sitting here like chatting, because mm. um, tomorrow is actually like the first night for um, Industrial Park Games' like slow grow stuff. Yeah, and that starts at six, um, and I think yeah, it's like 750 points. I think is the first night. So um, yeah, it is, and then it goes to a thousand, then it goes to 1250, then it goes to 1500. I think. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I'm probably, I think I'm planning on running just like a champion as my warlord. Okay. And um, now, now that I, now that I can get the head and, uh, from you and stuff, I'll, uh, anyways, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go into that more in depth, but I, I converted Ralderon as well. Yeah. So I, um, I mashed him together with uh, the run of the mill blood angels, power armored Praetor. Uh-huh. And swapped his sword for a uh, conversion world blood angel sword, which looks a lot more like, and and he looks a lot more like the uh, art from uh, Mikhail Silver's um, rendition of Ralderon in um, the first wall. Yeah, or yeah. not the first wall. Sorry, the Lost and the Damned. Yeah, yeah. Um, where he's fighting against Scryvok. So I got rid of the little like Mark Three looking. Um, segmented sort of dick protection <laughs> that Ralderon has and I mixed in um, mixed in some uh, turges from the Red Scorpion kit that I still have laying around. Like yeah. A little bit of that. Uh, Sever and Toss Honor Guard <laughs> and then uh, you know put a helm put the Praetor helmet on him because it looks like him and s- use the backpack from the Praetor uh, <laughs> instead <laughs> and I had to modify that a little bit to fit the iron halo on it. Yeah. Um, and then I couldn't fit the combi bolter on there, the combi flamer, unfortunately. Um, I really wanted to, but I couldn't fit it on uh, just the way that he sets. So I put the, the bolt pistol on instead. Yeah, on the that, there, right? Yeah, that fits perfectly underneath the uh, arm. So he's kind of squared up, looks like he's dueling. Well, and that's that's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to love this edit job. Yeah, so go ahead. Well, that, that's funny because... Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you use Ralderon as your base for your model. Um, and I, after much searching within our city, was able to finally get someone to sell me their cell targets. Because you can't get them on Forge World. He's, he's, no, he was sold out. He I was sold out. The other day. Um, but, and... So that this is actually my Ralderon. This isn't going to be my Praetor. Oh, it's not? Oh. No, uh, this is actually going to be Ralderon. Um, like if I ever play a game where I'm using Ralderon, yeah. or if dare I say I ever end up in like a competitive tournament, I'd probably use Ralderon. Oh. Cause he can choose his warlord. Tra- I was looking at him the other day and his warlord traits like really good. He can choose basically any warlord trait from mm-hmm. the loyalist, from the loyalist side uh, or the main rule book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can give him like, you can give him the Raven guard one, which is like if he's in a duel with a character, he goes up by plus one strength and, Plus one uh, attacks. Okay, okay, okay. Um, back, back, back this up. He gets to pick from. Repeat that, please. 
so his his warlord trait is Archaean of Wisdom. I left my book upstairs. I meant to bring it down for uh-huh. today, but uh, his warlord trait is Archaean of Wisdom, which allows him to choose any. He can still choose any of the Blood Angels one. Yeah. Uh, or he can choose um, any of the warlord traits from the core rulebook. Uh huh. Or he can choose any of the warlord traits from the legions inside the the loyalist book. Yeah, so he seems pretty good. And then he's like a pretty skilled duelist, but um, I think one of the, I think it's like the Solar Marshal or something, like gives him like a boost to his weapon skill and attacks or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but, uh, and then there's, um, but, and then there's the Raven Guard one, which I've used a few times, which is like, if you're in a duel with the, with the Warlord, like then he could, he could be wounding Primarchs on fours. Yeah. So actually some of them, I think on threes, but it, well, he always gets plus one to his wound when he's trying to wound something. So, um, if there's a Primarch that's toughness six, which there probably is, then yeah, he would wound them on threes mm-hmm. uh, in a challenge. Uh, I mean, he's probably not gonna fucking survive it, and he'd be lucky to even hit back, mm-hmm. um, unless it's like a slow Primarch because he's only like initiative five. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, anyways, so he's got some cool shit cool warlord traits but he's a cool guy he's a cool model yes well he is now, now oh yeah yeah he was, he was um, a cool model before but i mean i like the way you have him posed uh, and i know it'll be showing up on on uh the instagram and facebook and your crescent's edge and all that um, oh yeah i guess i should have mentioned that too <laughs> yeah you started, probably you started what, that's probably what you were trying to lead me on with with the uh, what's new with you yeah yeah <laughs> So it's been a, been a long day. Yeah, yeah. So Alex has started a uh, his his own his own painting studio, Crescent's Edge stu- Painting Studio. Um, and uh, I don't know uh, what your plan is for commissions. I th- I think you were when you were talking to me about it, you were planning on doing smaller commissions, like one-off models and stuff like that, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm not really looking to do like full full collection like full army commissions i don't have the time for that i'm not doing this full time and yeah. keeping my regular job yes um which i enjoy quite a bit so i'm not looking to quit it mm-hmm. um and uh but i i love making bespoke characters uh-huh. um and i've been playing a lot with uh like light and tenebrism and contrast and uh, and i've been playing with some really luminous paints mm-hmm. um, which is the scale 75 artist series. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of where I want to live and, and what I want to do. So I was kind of thinking about like, well, you know, what can I look at that and that can kind of describe that. And so I went with Crescent's edge, mm-hmm. uh, Crescent Crescent edge, because the edge of the Crescent of a moon is typically quite bright. Yes. Or if you were to draw it, you would have it kind of like almost like a starburst yeah. on the, uh, the edge of it. So, um, and then I think I can make a pretty cool logo for it, uh, as well. So nice. it feels, it feels marketable. It feels unique. Um, and, uh, I'll probably do some streaming in the future as well, but yeah, it's mostly just like character commissions, one-offs, um, things like that and bespoke character creation. So I'm doing one for Brady uh-huh. actually. Um, I'm doing one for his, his ultramarine warlord. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then I'll be, I'll be really sort of highlighting mine as well. Both of these are going to need some green stuff work. Yeah. But, uh, my warlord and we'll go into detail about who he is later, but we can cover the design of him in this stage, I guess. Um, he's, uh, 
I'm using one of the Mark V that is sort of walking. Mark VI that is walking, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then I'm using some green stuff to kind of make the front of the shin guard look a little bit more like uh, sanguinary guard um, uh, shin pads. Yeah. Reeves, I guess, right? So they kind of have that like ridge in the middle. Um, the Mark IV look like the Mark IV Praetors grieve kind of. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm stealing uh, some bits uh, for basically to up armor the knee guard mm-hmm. uh, from um, uh, not Tylus Rubio, the other guy, uh, Garrow. Yeah. From Garrow's legs. Um, and then uh, that'll kind of up armor his greaves. And, and then on the, um, the sword Praetor that comes in the box, he's got two sort of like hip guard things. I'm going to put those on him as well. And I'm going to swap the chest for Alexis Pollux's chest. Okay. And then I'm going to modify Saul Tarvitz's helmet, which I'm going to get off of you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to change like the crest out for a Blood Angel specific crest from the old Firstborn Blood Angel upgrade kit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was going to use a Conversion World sword, uh, but um, I used the one I was going to use on Ralderon, and I'm waiting on another one to come from uh, Conversion World right now. But I have I have one or two of the um, spears, like the Blood Angel spears from Conversion World. So instead, yeah. I'm going to make kind of like a small javelin, um, uh, which looks a. I, I'm not sure what the weapon is called, but I watched like a ton of Forge and Fire while I was away for work, oh, wow. <laughs> and they had a similar type weapon where it's kind of like a small javelin. You can almost use it like a sword, or you can throw it, um, and it looks like you know it'll fit kind of the hoplite feel that a lot of the uh, Blood Angels have. Mm-hmm. And then I'm actually going to try blending two crimson paladin shields together to make almost like the shield that uh achilles uses in the film troy okay it's got like the two sort of half moons um like indents on the shield that you would put the spear through uh and then i'm going to put like a sword on the back of the shield the way that the hoplites used to keep it Right. So he'll have the javelin in one hand and the hoplites in the other, and then he'll be kind of walking, so it'll look like he's sort of containing like a ton of fury that's held back. Yeah. Um, which kind of speaks to like the regalness of the the blood angels with some of the Greek influences in it, and then marry that up with, um, you know, that sort of red thirst, like almost uncontrollable rage sort of thing that uh, sits within there. Um. And so that's, uh, um, yeah, hang on. I hear something. Um, I got your text there about bad weather. But yeah. I yeah. hear like a, like a woo, woo, woo noise. Um, maybe Nicole's doing something upstairs. Um, sorry guys. We are, we're under a severe thunderstorm warning right now. Not even a watch of warning. I'm going to uh, refresh my thing. Um, this is what happens play. when we uh, do it live. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to actually say, um, so when you were talking about the whole um, Crescent's Edge studio. Yeah. Um, so I finished uh, Mortis. 
Oh yeah, and, sweet. Uh, I need to hand you over a Warmaster Titan to demonize. Oh, okay, yeah. I can be your second. Uh, yeah, sweet. Because yeah, you're right. I see what you meant by like you need to listen to it. You need to you need to read that. <laughs> yeah. Because my God, that book. I'm and I'm already like four hours into uh, Warhawk, which is fantastic. They're they just. Uh, are setting up for the um, to uh, attack uh, Horus's forces, and they're just getting gathering all the all the stuff they need to do that. Which is it's just been a fantastic read slash listen so far. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was a good one. Um, yeah, Mortis was awesome. Mortis was uh, a fantastic book. Wow, I think it's yeah. one of my absolute favorite books out of the entire like series. Yeah, I'm bummed I didn't get my Titanicus done before this, um, but I want to get this army. Well, I have to do this army. Uh, mm. This will be a nice segue, but um, I want to get this done for um, uh, uh, Scandus. Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. I want I want to take this one with me to Scandus. Um, but uh, yeah, so the other reason I need to kind of hustle on this one is uh, Craig and I are both involved with Little Legend Studios' uh, Tale of Heresy Gamers. Yes. Um, so make sure you guys follow that. We're going to be blasting it all over our social media, mm. and everyone who's participating is blasting it all over theirs. So you'll see it. Go ahead. Exposed to it in some way, shape, or form. Um, but then jump on over to uh, littlelegendstudio.com and, and sort of follow along. Um, you know my story and Craig's story and and Anuja's story and yeah. Miles's story and Dan's story and it, there's there's a lot of us. We're doing a lot more than four, um, yeah, because we're a little spread out and so we need to be able to play play against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where Craig and I are are going to be you know matched up against each other, yeah, uh, which works because we were really designing these two new Heresy forces to be against each other yes. anyway, um, and and play through sort of a, an extended campaign that um, we might have to record this in two recordings. Um, yeah. It's the weather's getting turning. Yeah. Nasty yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we're only going to get like another 30 minutes uh, out of today, but yeah, um, that that's okay. So uh, what, what we can do then is we'll talk a little bit more about it. It's going to be called the push for beta Garmin mm-hmm. um, and it'll culminate in uh, the historical event in the evening at Adepticon. Mm-hmm be running again this year yeah and uh, that'll be uh, sorry, a little blip there yeah. uh, which i'll be running again this year beta garmin right yeah and that that'll be us playing out beta garmin yeah so if, if those of you that have been following along or that were at adepticon you'll remember that we did return to istvan mm-hmm. um uh, istvan 5 drop site massacre yeah and that there was people that wanted to play in that that couldn't because they they had legions um that weren't present yeah uh, or factions that weren't present, like custodians, mm-hmm. um, or sisters of silence, et cetera. Like you know, things, things that just weren't there. Um, mm-hmm. Demons, even. Um, <clears throat> and so I really, you know, I, I thought about like, well, what can we do next time that's a little more inclusive? And then maybe we can do something a little more restrictive, and then go back and do something more inclusive, and just kind of alternate it like that, so that way we can kind of play through these um, things as we go. And um, and, and I, I, you know, I talked to Miles about it. I talked to JP. I talked to Jake Busey. A few guys, Zach. Um, you know, what do we think? What do we think about this? And we landed on Beta Garmin. Yeah. Um, 
because uh, just about just about everybody was there in some way, shape, or form. Not yeah. every Primark was there, so obviously I'll have a restricted list on Primarks. But um, and and named characters like uh, obviously if you're an Iron Hands player, Ferris Manus ain't showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, he's been dead for a long time. Yeah, he's been dead for a few uh, like years seven by that point. years. Yeah, um, you know, Korax wasn't there, so you're not going to be able to use Korax. Uh, but uh, you know, Russ wasn't there because he was busy yeah. um, being a wounded idiot, and Korax is busy uh, saving his sorry butt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyways, but all of those factions will, in some way, shape, or form, have had some representation on beta garmin because it was a massive conflict we know salamanders were there yeah they're in a story in the heralds of the siege called um uh valerian mm-hmm. they get talked about so there's a fairly large contingent of salamanders there we know that space wolf watch packs would have been there because they would have been there with some legions mm-hmm. and they still would have existed and there probably still would have been some that didn't go to yarent or you know, got lost in the warp trying to come back from Prospero to Terra yeah. um, and only just would have shown up and just would have been rolled into the, the push at Beta Garmin. Um, you would have had Imperial Fists, you would have had White Scars, Blood Angels, all the traitor legions would have been there. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we know from, again, short stories about Beta Garmin that there was, uh, you know, demons being let loose on the planet and, um, uh, Sons of Horus were there. Uh, uh, maybe, you know, the ones that we may have to stretch belief on um, would be Ultramarines and Dark Angels. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I mean, there's a, there's a way we could we could definitely... I believe there was a garrison of Ultramarines there because um, that, that Beta Garmin had been under attack for quite some time. Yeah. And I do believe there was a small garrison of Ultramarines there and I mean, you can just say Corswain's Dark Angels kind of come through there um, before they head towards yeah. Terra. Spoilers. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Oops. Uh, uh, spoiler warning. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Corswain makes it to Terra. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, it's little stuff like that. Like, whatever. It's close enough. Maybe some got there early. Maybe some were just lost. Or maybe some got picked up along the way. Uh, you know, guys that were lost and got picked up by... Um, Iron Hands and Shattered Legions and Salamanders mm-hmm. and whatever, right? They all would have mustered there at Beta Garmin for a sort of one last defense, and and a good chunk of them would have perished there. Yeah. Um, which is why you know they wouldn't have made it to Terra. Yeah. But uh, it's it's open enough, and it's a large enough of a conflict that you can really you can really get away with including everybody. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what our numbers are going to look like, but we'll be able to play a little bit of a of a run up to Beta Garmin. And what I'm thinking is, you know, every month, probably starting in August, um, you know, we'll we'll play this planet or this black book, maybe. Yeah. Um, starting from after Istvan Five, so it'd be starting around Book Four, right? And it's this planet from this campaign in this system, and we're going to play you know these missions um and once you play those missions with your buddy or wherever Mm -hmm. uh you know or even just one of the missions you don't have to play all three then i'll have you fill out like a there'll be a permanent link to like a google a google form and you can fill out the form so that way i can kind of track Mm -hmm. campaign scoring and uh, you know make some determination on, on what's changing and then inside of the facebook group push for beta garmin um you're gonna wanna 
it's starting to rain. Um, it's been raining here for a few minutes now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're going to want to, um, from there, you're going to want to make sure that you get, uh, a a battle report just typed up and and printed out. And, and that's, that'll be how you, you kind of get your score. And then I'll probably have you tag me in the battle report or something. Yeah. Um, just so that way I can see it. And then, you know, the ones with the most likes every month will read out on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, really that's, that's to kind of help with my Photoshopping skills. Cause I'm, if I can, if I can get my Photoshopping skills good enough to do some maps and stuff, then we'll do that. But if not, it'll really just be something where we can tell our stories of our new budding armies and our new budding warlords. And we yeah. can forge these backstories and these, um, these personalities like i was talking to brady today yeah. about you know like what's the personality of your praetor because if you're going to play like a narrative game with them like you know if you're gonna play a competitive game you're probably gonna have gulliman you're probably gonna have i don't know venatus or something i don't know what a competitive ultramarine list would look like but you know you're probably gonna have a few things like that and you're gonna play much more to the game than to the mission or to the event or you know it's going to be less of a role-playing game it's going to be very binary Mm-hmm. Um, which is one of the reasons I'm not a huge fan of it, but uh, you know, you can. What's what's this guy's personality, Brady? And we're kind of talking about that, and it's like, well, it's going to develop as you play more games against word bearers because his time period that he wants to formulate his force around is Kalth. Yeah. So he's going to want to play word bearers a lot, mm-hmm. but obviously the story of this guy is going to grow and change as he plays in different campaigns and different events and all that kind of stuff. And so the character is going to develop around that guy and maybe, you know, maybe something happens to him or there's an unnamed, you know, somebody else's custom diabolist like ends up in a feud with, you know, Brady's character. And he told me his name and I'm sorry, Brady that I forget. And I'm, I haven't looked it up, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's one of the characters that are mentioned within the, the ultramarine background uh, of Kalth but um, don't have a character sheet or anything, which is a a fantastic way to make a character and make one your own. Um, And uh, and that character will grow, and then he'll get an idea of what things and what actions that that character would take. And maybe that's, you know, he sees that that Diabolist, like, he's kind of a run, but he could maybe make it, or he can do the safe charge into, you know, this group of Terminators or line tacticals or something yeah and he'll ignore the line pardon me the line tacticals um sitting on the objective and go for the diabolist instead because he wants him dead right um even though the the better quote the quote-unquote better game move would have been going after that tactical squad yeah right and that's that's where the playing as a narrative player sort of changes and adds more layers and more depths um, to what he's doing and, and how he's operating inside that game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you and I have, uh, we've, we've based our, our characters that we've designed for our, our two legions, the blood angels and the uh, emperor's children. Um, we like me and you spent some time and, uh, and, and you based yours on a sword fighter. And so did I, um, yeah, and, and I, I've changed mine actually. Oh, so have you? Yeah, I've been waiting until this to to drop it on you. But why oh. why don't why don't we why don't we go into yours? Tell us tell us about your tale of heresy gamers. Like, give us the ten thousand foot view. 
like what's what's the idea that you're going to use for the force here um, that people will be able to read about and read about its development and who's the warlord give us a sneak peek at him but don't give us the full the full kit and caboodle because people have to read for that one yes so uh i went i i'm, I'm doing an emperor's children um i'm trying to base the army a large port on the uh the box set the starter box set so i'm using all the tactical marines out of it um i'm i'm, I'm using uh, the Contemptor Dreadnought. I'm using. I've got some Palatine Blades, of course, some Phoenix Terminators. I started really working around the number or numbers divisible by three or six. Um, because, oh, that's cool. Because that's yeah. the number for Slanesh. Um, uh. Yeah, yeah. Just little shades, little sprinkles. Like so, my 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 tactical Marines twelve, my Phoenix Terminators six. You know. Anything that's divisible by six um, was kind of the kind of the thought thought process. Uh, so I based my um, you actually helped me find this. Uh, yeah. I based my uh, Praetor on a musician slash swordsman, uh, French swordsman. Um, his name was Joseph. I I I, I had the. It's all right. You'll have to read the. You'll have, yeah, to, have read to read it, the article. But so yeah. I named my guy, I named my Praetor Joseph Chevrolet del Camos. Um, it's basically the Knight of Camos. Um, yeah. So obviously he was up with from Fulgrim's home planet. Um, yeah. I don't really have much story for him because the whole thing that me and you discuss is we wanted our Praetor story to be told throughout our battles together. How they react to things, how, they, how the dice control contribute to their uh the direction on how they play in general right yep so i kind of left i'm kind of leaving him as a more of a blank slate basic stuff he's been with the he's been with the legion since the very beginning since fulgrim was found um he's uh sword master uh hence you know he's not one of the best ones because there's obviously much much better ones um and 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 i decided i wanted to use um Saltarvitz as the base for the model and because the Saltarvitz model is amazing so I'm going to be uh, changing up the head, the backpack mm -hmm. and his sword um, and I'm using the you're sword gonna, you're going to swap the bolter, you're going to leave him with a nemesis bolter I'm leaving him with the nemesis bolter actually uh, yeah, I, I, I mean it's there uh, I like it and I thought it was a you know a, a little bit of a change and and one of the other reasons why I really like the the, the Salt Harvitz model is because he already has the Sonic Shrieker on his his collar right so mm -hmm. he's basically going to be as is like what you see is what you get um, and and then I I I've, I, I decided I you know it was a great base for the model and then I wanted to do a Phoenix Warden because I'm doing uh, Marascara and you need to have a Phoenix Warden. Oh, you do. You do. It is a requirement, so I have to have two ah. HQs. So that's why I ended up using the um, Praetor Tribune model as my base, and I gave him a Phoenix Spear because he has to have a Phoenix Spear, and I changed up the head with some modifications. I had some Emperor's Children heads that were given to me by uh, by Ryan. And uh, and I actually, because I actually was a, just got the sword. I gave him those heads, so you, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> those have been passed around. Um, yeah. 
I, I was able to get my hands on a sword Praetor from the new box set because I really want the sword with the open the openings in the uh, in yeah. the sword itself. It's a big sword, right? And yeah, so basically, it's a real like Final Fantasy VII style. Oh yeah, yeah, it's hunk it, of steel. Yeah, yeah. And so basically, I'm going to be um, modifying that. I'm going to be cutting Saul's um, sword off at where his hand is, and yeah. I'm going to be green stuffing it getting that so the new sword basically mounts on there just the blade itself basically mm-hmm. from the hilt forward um because i want him to have a big sword but i want him to look different enough from saul i want the armor but i don't want the head i don't want the backpack i don't want the sword he's just yeah. the base and I, and I wanted him to be playing off of how your um your character is going to be posing yeah. and so basically he's ready for a swing towards your character and, and like and like our whole thing was when we, we started coming up with this idea for the the, the emperor's children and blood angels was we were going to be playing these games together and we we're going to be telling these stories together and doing our own write-ups and doing our own battle reports and 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 growing together um with these new armies and yeah. and you've i know you've stated to me that your uh blood angels you feel like because you've been putting a lot of effort into each model and really customizing it that this is going to be one of your mainstay armies um i kind of have the feeling that uh the emperor's children are probably going to be a mainstay army of mine as well um and i feel like because i mean we got bases together so our bases are going to be similar so like yeah. when, when you see these two forces on the table you know they're in the same battlefield. You know they're fighting against each other. Um, and it's all leading to that push for Beta Garmin. Um, and it's just, it's it, the whole, my whole character is, there's no story behind him yet. He's he's a newer Praetor, uh, hasn't really proven himself, um, was a great sword fighter, uh, really spent a lot of time in the um, the fighting cages, but... Now he's 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 thrusted in this position of being a praetor, and it's kind of like a sink or swim kind of thing. And his story of this, you know, Blood Angels praetor, and 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 how they how they meet and how they start getting this animosity towards each other is going to be told on the battlefield. Like that's how we're going to tell it. That's how we're going to tell um, our our character stories. And and I think being that we've been planning this these two armies together for the most part, especially like our characters is going to be one of the bigger factors on how we tell our story as well. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and so, you know, opposed to that, I think that's, it's kind of the other reason that it was nice that when we were torn on how do we, what, what do we want to do? Both of us kind of put up a couple of polls. It's actually kind of nice that we ended up with the blood angels and the emperor's children, because they are very similar sides of the same coin in many respects. Um, and so the, I, I think, you know, after getting our bases from Unreal Wargaming Studio, like, shout out to those guys. Mm. Um, I, I'm friggin' in love with those bases. Yeah, they're fantastic uh, bases. Yeah, I actually just just glued a pair of legs to one um, <laughs> as you were talking. And, uh, I mean, it's they, they're they're unbelievable. They, they're going to work perfect for um, the Siege of Terra. I've been working on my table. Mm-hmm. Um, which will work in nicely with it. Um, and uh, so I'm doing kind of like a light whitish gray sort of color. Anyways. Yeah. Um, that, was, that, was, so that was something we were, we were needing to discuss. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's still like gray, like palettes of gray for the, the bases, which yeah. I think will contrast nicely. Um, 
and yes, then you 100%. can you can add browns and stuff into yeah. them to help them look dirty or burnt or whatever. I also um, noticed there's some like uh, I beams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, rust them up and and and. Yep. Uh, I think the bases are going to look fantastic. I just I just wanted to make sure that our color palette was the same. Yep. Um, that was a big thing, so that again they look like they're. Yeah, yeah, and as long as they're somewhat similar, it's it's okay if they're they're a little bit different. Yeah, obviously, um, because the way I paint is different from the way you yes. paint, and I'm gonna use probably more powders. But um, I'll show you what I do, and so you can replicate it if you want. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and and those actually those arrived the same day that I got back from Toronto, which yes. was perfect. So, um, and then I I ran out and I bought a brand new big box set. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so I mean all. I haven't posted any pictures yet because uh, I want to post them through the Taylor Heresy gamers once they've actually got some paint on them. But yeah. I've been doing a lot. I've been uh, Blood Angel like so I've been moving those, and I noticed some of the heads look more sinister or aggressive. Yeah. Than uh, some of the other some of the other heads like look a little bit more. They got a little more filigree on them. They're a little mm. more refined. And so I've actually been mixing chain bayonets and regular bayonets into my tactical squads mm-hmm. based purely on how the helmet looks. Like, does it look like an aggressive guy or not? And I mixed in some of the plastic 40K helmets. So I've got some serum looking helmets in there. But the yeah. big thing that I've been doing is I went out and I bought a box of Grey Knight uh, whatevers. And I've been converting the Vexillas to be on banner poles, like in the um, in the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. 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 And so, uh, so I started doing this thing where all my, uh, um, <laughs> like every so, I'm actually kind of bummed because I went to put the Crimson Exemplar. Yeah. And I have I have a pointing power fist, so I was going to give him a shield and a power fist, but you actually can't give the Crimson Exemplar a power fist. You can give any of the regular models one, but yeah. you can't give him one. Oh. So probably not going to be having a pointing uh probably won't have a pointing pointing guy for um the crimson paladins but we'll see if i can find one or convert a terminator hand into a point Mm. um uh, you know you know what i have what what hand is it the left or the right uh it'll probably be the left terminator hand that i'll want to be pointing i have a pointing hand Oh, really? Like a pointing Terminator hand? Is it from like a Phoenix Terminator? No, it's from uh, Custode. Oh, and it's just the hand. It's just the hand. Custodian Terminator that points? Yeah, there's multiple. Do Uh, you have them? Really? Um, No, I don't think so. Uh, The... um, That'd be the. Uh, it's the plastic GW. What is it? Um, yeah, the plastic Terminator. That's what I was trying to. Yeah, say. I, I don't, Thank I don't, you. I don't know the. Uh, I don't know the name of them. I bought them just for Alaris or something. Yeah. Let me just pull it up here. I'm just pulling it up on Games Workshop right now. Um. Oh, look at that! I already had Games Workshop oh, oh. open on my browser. Yeah, yeah, we had another, another little blip there. Yeah. Um. um the weather's still pretty yeah, bad. Awesome. Right? Anyway, so. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll probably, um, yeah, he's all yours. I'll probably take that then. Yeah. I'll take that off your hands. Uh, that, that'll probably, probably look somewhat, that'll probably look pretty cool. Actually. And if you have his, his other arm as well, like the one that would hold the ax or the spear. 
Uh, I have all. I have all the arms. I have oh, six of them. Another little blip. I'm see. I'm not hearing yeah. the blip. blip okay. Yeah. Blip on my end. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll. There it is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That, that means it's. Yeah. Anyways. We're, we're... Um, yeah. Uh, if I could take like the the arm and the hand holding one, because then then they'll match. The arms will match, yep. and he'll have the he'll still have the um, turges on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I'll swap the axe head for um, the Blood Angel two-headed axe, probably. Yeah. Uh, from the Sanguinary Guard kit, and then that'll be like his axe of perdition. Um, okay. And that that'll that'll look pretty cool. Um, I don't know how it'll work, but it'll it'll look awesome, and it'll set him out, and then and then he can be pointing too. So, um, yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll talk to you about that after. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I'm gonna need like tomorrow. Oh, you're gonna need him tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'm at work tomorrow. Yeah. I can leave it. For yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Just throw it, leave it in the mailbox or something. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll come and grab it. Uh, yeah, because I have to build this guy for the the slow grow for tomorrow. Yeah, I got um, I got I got to get. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have it set out for you. Yeah. I'll I'll put the bag yeah. the parts bag out and then. Uh, and I'll just leave it there for you, and you can take what you need out of it. I've pretty much gotten what I've needed out of it so far. Yeah, yeah. If you got a mailbox, I think you do, but I don't. put it in there so it doesn't. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll put it under like know. a rock or something. I'll let you know where I leave uh, it, so it doesn't blow away. Um, because it's it's gonna be stormy tomorrow all yeah. day too. Yeah, I feel um that be, being that we're getting some the weather's getting turning pretty uh south over here. Uh, maybe we should uh, take our break and uh, come back. What do you think? Um, yeah, sure. I'll get the 10,000 foot view on, on my Praetor, I guess, because yeah. I don't need to talk about his design because we already talked about what he's yeah. going to look like. But, yeah. Uh, and, and then we'll take our break. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I did change it. I was going to I was gonna base him on uh, Achille de Morozo, yeah. um, who was uh, like an Italian fencer, and he very much had this motive of like – you know, do not attack without defending. And there was pictures of him with sort of like a Roman looking or a Greek looking small buckler. And then you would have like a fencing saber in the other hand. And so I thought about doing some cool stuff with that. And so I may make like a champion or something that looks like that maybe and name him after him. We'll see. Nice. Um, but uh, wouldn't hold your breath though. And, but I was talking with Chris and cause uh, I couldn't find much on the guy. Um, to help inspire me towards how do I want to make this guy look. And so, uh, you know, we both know that we want to get them to beta Garmin and then to Terra. And mm-hmm. so I was trying to think about last stands and, um, which would fit my side of our coin very well. And, and so Chris was kind of like, well, what about the sack of Rome in 1527? Mm-hmm. He was like, if I was ever going to do a Blood Angels, that's kind of how, how I would picture myself making a character around. Yeah. He's like, so why don't you look into him? And then if you like him, take him. Uh, so I did. And um, so there, he's going to be part of the first sphere, which uh, includes the Crimson Paladins and the Sanguinary Guard and Ralderon yeah. and all those guys fall under the first sphere within the Blood Angels. And everyone within the first sphere gives up their name um, for like a, a chosen name, basically. And they all mm-hmm. seem to end in like O-N, um, or the main ones do, like Azkalon, Ralderon. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've based this guy on Casper Royst. Um and uh, you'll have to read to find out a little bit more about who he is, but he died in the sack of 
room. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the head of the Swiss Guard, and um, pretty cool guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. pretty rad, um, but not much about how he looks. And so that's where I sort of leaned and because i was up literally all night yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. nights ago yes. and uh and i was watching troy and i was watch and i watched both 300 movies while i was sitting up all night and uh that's where i could steal some of the aesthetics along with some just general art that i've picked up and you'll have to read the whole article for that yeah. but so casper royst uh is really the character that i'm i'm taking inspiration from and so uh, sort of mixing some of those letters together and thinking about the naming convention um, added in with how the Blood Angels tend to do things in the first sphere, uh, I'm going to call him uh, Casperian. Casperian. Yeah. I like it. So Casperian will face off against uh, Joseph. your... Yeah, Joseph uh, Dekemos. I know I'm missing parts of his name. But he's a very fanciful lad. Yes, he is. And I don't have time for that. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm got one name. I'm like, I'm like Cher or McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> you only need one name. That's right. And uh, yeah, so I, everything's going to be kind of built around him. And then as I was sort of looking at, okay, maybe I'll use this tank because it's awesome and it's new. And and then we saw that there was the reveal of the plastic Leviathan. And yeah all this kind of stuff i was like you know i i always talk about dreads and i love dreads and i like i i have one that i've ran once and that was in the game versus mm. um armin the other day yeah the raven guard um one and i've never used them so i have an ironclad dreadnought laying here in a box i picked up a fury a couple of uh furioso dreadnoughts today Mm-hmm. Um, because the Legacies PDF dropped and they're in there as the Castiferum yep. Dreadnoughts. Uh, and so I'm actually going to shirk the, um, the the main, like the battle tank type stuff, which mm-hmm. was... Um, anyway, so we're going to go heavy on Dreadnought, but okay. uh, we'll take our break here and then we'll come back. Yeah, we're getting with, a lot of um, interference from the push for Beta Garmin. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah so we'll We'll come back with the push for Beta Garmin. Uh, and if you want any more details on the army composition or on Casperion um, or on Joseph, whatever, to Chemos, um, <laughs> I'm trying to get in your head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Then, um, yeah, then uh, you'll have to read it on littlelegendstudio.com, A Tale of Heresy Gamers. And we'll have a link in the in our show notes for sure, guys. That's right. We w- Yeah, we will have a link. in. The- we always have a link to his webpage, but we'll put one specifically to that as yeah. well. So good call. Yeah.
and welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast. Uh, hopefully, sans blips. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> I feel like yeah. we've had this conversation already. Yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Maybe it's OBS interacting with it. I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, uh, not so much the storm, but well, we'll figure it out. We're not seeing. I'm not seeing any blips. Things have been pretty good. We had the storm. Uh, we assumed that was the problem. Uh, when we were recording the first half of this episode, uh, it is a nice sunny day, 26 degrees outside, I believe, and uh, I'm not seeing any blips right now, but we did have a blip earlier when we first tried recording this. Yeah. Part two. That's right. But it's looking good. I'm not seeing anything on my OBS, so, and that, if anyone's wondering, that's what we record on. Uh, it's a, yep. For the most part, a great program. We've been using it for over two years now. Yep. So yeah, um, I don't know. Anyways, uh, do you get any more hobby in town? Yeah. So after much, much scrounging, I was able to get my hands on both a the sword Praetor from the the new box set and uh, salt harvests. Nice. And today, I, I worked all weekend, and today I started building him. Uh, I ran into a few problems putting him together. Um, things weren't quite lining up with one of the arms, and that ended up breaking several times mm-hmm. while putting it together and putting the new sword on. I do have a picture of the uh, unprimed model up on my Instagram as of right now. Uh, basically, I've been working on it all day. I've got the purple done. Uh, I've got the all the gold trim started. Uh, I need oh, to get some crap. depth in it. Oh man, there's so much gold on this model. <laughs> um, so if, if anyone's wondering what I did is I cut Saul's uh, sword off and then I put the sword from hilt forward from the sword Praetor, the big ass sword with the gaps in the middle. I put him, put yep. that on and I used a head from one of the uh Palatine Blades as the head for the model and uh, I think it changes him enough that he doesn't look completely like Saul Tarbitz. I think the sword's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things. Um, And I... You putting a cape or anything on there? Oh yeah, I'm putting a cape. 100%. I've actually got the paint, the cape painted. Uh, I got a couple layers of uh, white on there right now. And I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing some depth on it and whatnot, getting some depth into it, shadows and whatnot. I think I'm going to need another layer of white on it because the gray primer is still kind of showing through. Yep. Um, I actually, uh, I'm, I'm changing my purple again like an idiot. But I finally figured it out. I finally oh, found what blip. I... Blip. Oh, a blip. I didn't hear a blip. I don't see a blip at all. No, I did. I don't know. Okay. All right. Keep going. Okay. Um, yeah. And Sorry. so, yeah, I, instead of using a black primer and then using the turbo dark people eater, I used a gray primer. And then I, after I pri- primed a gray, you sprayed the purple people eater, which takes a few more coats than before, just simply because of the gray primer. It, mm-hmm. It's a thinner paint as it is. Um, so it took, uh, Two, three, fit three thin coats from the airbrush, and then I use the um, Durashi Violet 
through the airbrush and it took away some of the shine, the metallic shine, but yet mm-hmm. kept it a nice dark or a deep royal purple with some depth. And I'm actually really happy with it. I've nice. finally found the formula for my purple after God, I don't know how many tries. <laughs> Just a ridiculous amount of tries. Yeah. But yeah, funny. it's looking it's looking good. Um which sucks because I painted the Phoenix Terminator in uh in it's, 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 it's he's a wee bit darker. Mm-hmm. Uh the Phoenix Lord, but uh I'll make do with it. It's okay. Character can be more luminous. Yeah, well the rest of the army's gonna be more luminous too. Yeah, well that's that's fair. Maybe paint your Phoenix Terminators the same way as the Phoenix Warden. I think I might. Yeah, and then then it'll all blend together. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, other than that, um, I've been writing the article for uh, Tale Tale of uh, Heresy Gamers. Um, yep. That's I'm not. I, I, I always I, I feel it's easier for me to talk about shit than it is to write. <laughs> um, that's you know I've got I don't know a 450 word word so far. And I feel like I'm just rambling. My wife is going to edit it before I send it off to Miles. She did my last one too, so just to help me. Um, nice. But yeah, other than yeah. that, uh, that's what I've been doing. And then next week I'm gone on vacation with the family, so there won't be any heresying for about a week. Oh, man. Nice. What about you? Uh, yeah, I got... Um... I finished putting my Crimson Paladins together. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the arms that I came and grabbed didn't really work out. Mm-hmm. The way that uh, just because the way that like the Terminator sits and the way the arm sits is like you know, he he won't end up like really pointing pointing. Yeah. So I was like, ah, whatever. And I just put the regular um, like spear thing glaive perdition on there but i'm gonna chop the head off of it and put the head from uh one of the sanguinary guard axes on there okay um and then shorten the spear down okay so it'll just look like a big like two-handed axe which is fine it fits yeah yeah um yeah and then uh and then i ended up playing a game uh well i went to like ipgs um Mm-hmm. Sorry, industrial park games. Mm-hmm. Like there's slow grow night they had going on. There's a few new dudes there, so That's awesome. hung out with them. Uh, I got there late because I had like another thing with my dog, and um, and then uh, there was four four guys playing, so two games each. And then I hung around, helped with that. And then one of the guys was like, "Well, oh, I'll, I'll play another game, man." Like because it was only 750 mm. points, so we played that one. That one was uh, that was fun. Um, we kind of ran out of time because the store was starting to close up. And uh, uh, so I ended up winning because we stopped early. But I think if we had gone one more round, it would have at least been a tie. Mm-hmm. Um, we only had the one round left. Uh, but it was uh, it was pretty funny. I used the um, used the Blood Angels like advanced reaction where okay. like you get you get shrouded five plus and then you can charge into the the unit that shot you. Yeah. So I did that. And it seemed to be going pretty well. I didn't wipe the unit. It had my warlord in it. Yeah. Um, which was just a, a champion, or uh, not a champion, just a base centurion with like a blade of perdition. Yeah. And uh, and there was a, a you know, like a sergeant with power sword in there, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and it just I just went right through a good chunk of the squad. He passed it. He he needed a four to pass his uh, his leadership check because I killed his sergeant in the challenge mm-hmm. with um, with my sergeant, and um, and then he he rolled exactly a four, so he stayed in it. Uh, and then and then on the following round of combat, uh, I lost. Mm-hmm. And then failed my leadership. I rolled double sixes, um, and so and then ran. I successfully got a, got away from him, mm-hmm. and so I, I ran. And and I, at the end of the game, I think just my like, Vexilla standard and the sergeant and uh, the centurion mm-hmm. were the only things left because he just like shot into me a whole bunch. Um, and what was he using? And uh, he was using Alpha Legion. Alpha Legion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and actually, like, huge shout out to this guy Julian. Like, all of his shit was fully painted. I, mean, I know it was only like seven hundred fifty points, but mm. like, way to go, man! Uh, like, it was all new stuff because it was like it was all new box set stuff. Oh wow! That's, um, that's yeah, huge. His blue was really nice. Uh, he did do a metallic, but he did kind of. I don't know. He he, he used a unique color for it. I really liked it. Um, I didn't take any pictures, but because oh, my stuff wasn't painted. <laughs> Well, and, just because your uh, stuff's not painted doesn't mean you don't can't take pictures of stuff that is painted. Jeez. Yeah, because mine was up in his stuff's face. Because um, <laughs> I brought like uh, I brought Crimson Paladins and I deep struck them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right in front of the Contemptor, and they fought the Contemptor for like three rounds without losing anybody. Uh-huh. Uh And then beat him, like killed the Contemptor, which then detonated and killed two of the Crimson Paladins and three of his Cataphractia Terminators. Yeah, um, which was uh, pre- pretty funny, but um, so Crimson Paladins real good for uh, for killing contemptors. Um, the shield thing really helps, um, and I mean he's only swinging back three three attacks, but the rending sunset blades and the axe of perdition mm. um, were kind of the like the power fist was kind of like mm-hmm. man whatever yeah power fist, um, but the sunset blades were still like three attacks at an initiative yeah um with rending five plus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um sunder obviously doesn't do anything but it helps uh if you're fighting like a regular vehicle yes yeah um but yeah so rending five plus and then the axe of perdition is plus two um just base so he's wounding on fours um at initiative one um mm-hmm. Compared to you know a power fist, which is only wounding on like threes, um, but it has brutal two. The X yeah. perdition it's brutal two. So like, even if I just get one wound through out of those three attacks, yeah, um, because that's the other thing too, right? The regular power fists only have two attacks. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean, I'm wounding on fours instead of threes, but every one of those wounds that gets through is two wounds. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Which helps helps a little bit at uh, taking them down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then his uh, his Praetor managed to like run off of me. Um, yeah, and uh, and um, yeah. Anyways, so it was fun. Uh, a couple of those guys were pretty rad. Nice. That's Looking awesome. forward to going again this Friday, which is thousand points. So I built uh, a Contemptor Dreadnought that I'm not going to take. <laughs> Um, and, uh, all I'm going to do is upgrade my Centurion to like a Praetor. Yeah. 
I don't think I'll actually have my Praetor done in time because I have to do like a decent degree of sculpting on him. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mine was more cut uh, Yeah, I'm using Alexis Pollux's chest uh-huh. as yeah, well. Yeah, that big, that big, so, his big, thick, yeah. bulky chest. Yeah, because it, it looks more like angled um, and kind of looks like the art that I'm using as inspiration, which I think was on the uh, Little Legend thing. Uh, yep. I think, uh, I think I put that in the pictures that inspired me. Um, let me scroll down to find it, but uh, I saw yours. Yeah. You're pretty high up on the list there. I Whoa. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm important. Somebody's fucking big time over there. Um, I'm not going to lie with this whole um, Tales of ga- uh, Heresy Gamers. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, I guess want to say overwhelmed because we have some fantastic painters in this. And, and, and just like some of these guys, they're, they're, they're killing this stuff already. And I'm just like, oh man, I'm, I hope my stuff's good enough. Uh, it's always good enough, man. It's not a contest. I know it's not a contest. Um, just, we got some fantastic painters in there. You being yeah, one of them. Yeah, so, well, I'm okay. Um, but, uh, the, uh, the picture that I had, um, has almost a, a little bit of a samurai influence to it. It's got a lot of influences within it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not using the jump pack, but it's actually why I'm using Saul Tarvitz's head. Mm-hmm. But even Saul Tarvitz's head, like, I'm cutting and converting that a little bit mm-hmm. and then uh i want more of that big sort of uniform chest plate um which alexis pollux's will kind of look like that mm-hmm. uh and then i'm taking even more liberties with mine and, and putting more influences into him so he's not just gonna have a sword but um i actually i was gonna give him a spear kind of make the javelin thing but i'm looking at this picture again and i actually kind of have a sword from conversion world that looks like that Mm-hmm. So I may just do um, instead of the spear okay. that I was going to do. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I'll still – actually, what I'll probably do then is I'll give him like a round shield because mm-hmm. uh, there's a few pictures from – if you're a Blood Angels player and you want some strong inspiration, mm-hmm. look up uh, Gustav Dore Paradise Lost Illustrations. And if you do that and you jump over there to Imps, there's plenty of, of angels. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, I mean, a lot of like, you'll see that they have like, you know, a lot of shields in there. Yeah. Um, spears look still fairly Greek, but there's a picture. It's where they cast it in a way and they tell them to beat it. Um, looking for it right now okay i saw it earlier um oh yeah here's here's one uh, and there's an angel flying with like a circular shield but then his sword looks very like um sort of medieval i guess okay yeah um i mean the picture i'm thinking of like the angel is standing there and it's like a, yeah oh, yeah here it is okay so it's like a group of angels and I'll send this picture to you. Okay. Copy image. And there's a guy sort of on the right, which will actually even sort of mix with uh, the pose that I'm going with a little bit. Yeah. 
because he's I'm kind of going for almost like a stepping pose. So sure. the guy on the far right there, he's walking. He's got a sword that looks very medieval-esque instead of like Roman or um, Greek. Their breastplates are like somewhat uniform. Yeah. Their stuff is flowing, and then but they have like a circular sort of like Spartan-esque shield. Yeah. Well, it's still yeah. Spartan, I guess, in the terms of that it's very um, utilitarian and trimmed down and not very yeah. gauche. Um, Simplistic. Yeah, which also actually fits if you look at the Blood Angels transfer sheet. Yeah. One of the banners has um, a guy like you know, an angel sweeping with like that Greek sort of blood angel shield on the front. And then more of like, you know, uh, medieval sort of blade, mm-hmm. like one and a half handed sword. So it all kind of looks nice and all tie together, but, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll do that instead of, uh, but I'm not going to give him a jump pack. No, which I, yeah, I'm not going to, you're going to have him in a, uh, uh, just in storm. like a walking pose oh no no i mean um how is he gonna get onto the battlefield storm eagle uh, I, no he's probably just gonna like walk um you so that's a question too which i don't know i have to po- make a post about it mm-hmm. um maybe somebody else knows so in day of sorrows it actually says that you can't the player may not place anything in reserves or deep strike assault or flanking assault um so does that mean that you cannot take a vehicle that has to start in reserve um that that's a good question that seems like so yeah i'm just not sure because normally it'll say like you know may not take any vehicles that must arrive may not take any units that must arrive this way but pretty much every other unit that can do that can start on the board or deploy that way but a vehicle can't like a a jet can't yeah yeah um so I mean I don't know like I mean for the most part I'm using um, like uh, like dreadnoughts and stuff as my support yeah I'm trying to keep tanks and stuff low yeah 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 Um, for reasons I'll explain later I guess so I actually ordered my first uh, Leviathan as well (laughs) so if you go to the Forge World page and you go to Horus Heresy and you go to Loyalist Legions and you click off Blood Angels the Leviathan doesn't show up oh really I'm going to check. Go on. I'll just have to wait for the plastic one. Um, if you do it that way, it doesn't show up. If you search Blood Angels uh-huh. in the search bar, it shows up. Or if you Google Blood Angels Leviathan, the link to that page shows up. So they were still there. Like they were still in stock. Probably because a lot of people thought they were gone, like I did. Um, so I ordered one of those and then uh, managed to get like a Snippy Claw and a Melta Lance from Chris. Um, so I'll have my first Leviathan, but I'm also running a couple like Furioso Dreadnoughts. Yeah. Just as like cast Ferrum ones. And then I built the Blood Angels Contemptor up there, which uh, actually turned out pretty all right. Uh, you're right. I, I went with an auto cannon. I, I went onto the, uh, onto the page and there's no Leviathan. Yeah. But if you search it, it's there. I'm sure, yeah. If you search Blood Angels, it's there. Um,. Yeah, I also tried really hard to find like the carries assault cannon, but I couldn't, so I just gave up and put the auto cannon on my guy. Mm. Um, yeah. And then I'm I'm working up a conversion of five uh, recon marines with nemesis bolters because I figure if I'm doing like sort of a defense thing, like yeah, they'll probably have some snipers providing Overwatch. You would think. 
Yeah, plus, like, I don't know, I love that's weird. Okay, well, anyways, we'll put it out, and I don't know if it sucks, it sucks, I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I'll Craig, Craig will do his best to edit it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to be editing this one pretty feverishly fir- tomorrow, so, um, yeah. yeah, don't know what's going on. Yeah, no, it, uh, it is what it is, but either way, man, um, my pants are two inches short, and it's not because I'm wearing, like, uh, fancy jogging <laughs> pants right now. <laughs> It's not just because I'm wearing fancy jogging pants right now. So, I'm very excited about uh, all this, and I, I'm trying yeah. to get to 1,500 points. And I've got a Mark IIb Land Raider. And I was talking to a few folks because the the Land Raider Phobos now has a unit entry in the Legacies PDF. Okay. But it's literally no different than the Land Raider Proteus. Okay. Assault carrier. It's just bigger. So it's the same points cost, it's the same transport cost, it's the same transport capacity, it's the same amount of hull points, like, moves exactly the same, the weapon out loadout options are exactly the same, like, there is no difference in the Proteus. Yeah. So um, a lot of dudes that I spoke to were like, whatever, we're just going to use them as Proteus, we're just going to let people run them as Proteuses. Yeah. Because then there, like, there's no way to use the Phobos if you want to do it, quote unquote, by the book, yeah, there's no way to use the Phobos as a dedicated transport. Like, so you would you would have to take a heavy support squadron of Land Raider Phobuses mm-hmm. just to use it. Interesting. When it would probably look like a pretty sweet fucking command Land Raider for my Praetor and his command squad. Yeah. And then you know the Spartan can carry the ten Terminators in it, and then the I'll get another Land Raider Proteus, mm-hmm. a real one, for um, you know for uh, what is it the um, for the Crimson Paladins because yeah, they won't yeah. be able to deep strike in Day of Sorrow, so they'll need a delivery system for the five of them to drive around in, and then that'll probably be it for like my tanks. Okay, so just uh, a and then Land I'll probably Raiders. have everyone else. Yeah, I'll probably have everyone else like on foot. Just trudging. So it's going to be, you know, and then I've got like two to three of the old school dreadnoughts. So it's going to look a lot like kind of an old school army. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, but with nothing. a fresh new flair. Eh, nothing wrong. Uh, I'm sure it's going to look fantastic. I know, I know you've been, well, we've both been putting a lot of uh, thought into how the armies are going to play and, 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 and how the lists are built. Uh, it's something I've been working on for quite some time and still perfecting as you know as we even continue to talk about it mm-hmm. yeah exactly um and you know what else i just thought about i think there was i think blood and skulls on ebay used to offer like a conversion kit for the land raider mm-hmm. um for the tracks oh, to go up expensive and over? though yeah like the tracks will go all the way around yeah i think this is it Man, it's like sixty bucks. Like that's almost a whole Land Raider. Yeah, exactly. I've looked at Commander, it. Commander, tank, wraparound, tread. Does this fit the Land Raider? So if it's just that, then I could probably get away with it. And that's only twenty dollars. Um. Oh, I think this is a Lehman Russ wraparound tank tread. Okay. Yeah, that's too bad. That one's twenty dollars. It's not the one that I want, though. Um, yeah, as much as I want that to happen, yeah, I don't think I can justify sixty dollars on it. 
as much as I'd like. That's fine. It'll just have to be like, I don't know, I'm the armored tank because I'm a Mark II B. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sagittarius conversion kit. I think is the Land Raider. Yeah, Legionnaire tank treads. Sixty bucks. Buy it now. Plus twelve ninety four shipping from the United States. Oh my God. If that didn't get there like the next day, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like for that cost, I'd be wow. furious. Um, yeah, I really want to, but I don't think I can justify the price. On no, that. it's I, yeah. As much as I very, very much want to. Oh, these ones even have like little Aquilas on them. I don't want that. Um, what's this one look like? Nope. That one looks like if you wanted to have Oryx steal a Land Raider and rebuild it. Yeah. Oh, that might be that might be uh, looted for looted vehicles, right? Yeah. Oppressor tank treads look pretty vicious though. Yeah, the ones that be the, tempting. Almost if, like claws. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all like spikes, yeah. Um yeah, it's the Liberator tank treads that I would want. Oh, okay. Um But damn, man. 60 bucks. That's yeah, $45 US. Delivery would be somewhere between July 26th and August 18th. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. I'm going to hit up my friend Chris, who has a 3D printer, and see what he can do for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, maybe I'll look, because I have two Spartans. Yeah. Maybe I'll see if I can just, like... Carve a Spartan up. <laughs> well, the Spartan you know, up. I've heard like people. I haven't built the Spartan yet. I actually haven't even taken a look at it. But from what I understand, it looks like it's designed that you can build a Land Raider out of it. Yeah, well, I think at least one of the sprues is probably like universal between yeah. the Land Raider and the um, and the Spartan, but. Um, I was talking in the group chat earlier today too. I said, "Hey, you guys think I could convert like the Land Raider to a Spartan?" And people were like, "You could do it. It wouldn't be. It'd be like a lot of work, but you could probably do it." Yeah. Um, but maybe I'll take a look at how it's built, and then I don't know. I'll just put like a wrecked Spartan <laughs> like on a table somewhere. I actually instead have, of having two. I have a, an old Forge World one that uh, was for my Dark Angels, um, and I was leaving Red Claw, and I dropped it. Because it didn't Oof. fit in my case and it it, it shattered it, but oh. I will eventually turn it into a wrecked vehicle for terrain. It's still, still. I, can, I it's within my eyesight. I can see it right now. It still makes me sad. Yeah, I bet. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I could wreck one of them though. Yeah, Have one Spartan make make my own wraparound tracks out of the other Spartan. Oh, yeah. Some sucker for punishment. Yeah, you are. Um, or you could just wait for the Land Raider model to come out. Or is it something you need, like, ASAP? Yeah, but I, I, I have... No, I have, like, I have a Mark IIb. Like, I just have it already, and I haven't built it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have, like, fancy Blood Angel Land Raider doors from back before they got discontinued. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I just have built it. So I'm like, okay, I should probably use it. Um, But if there's a way for me to, like which I think there might be, I can probably convert like wraparound tracks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from the Spartan kit. 
and then uh, I can probably make that work. Yeah. And then just have like I don't know a piece of terrain as a wrecked Spartan make somebody cry when they see it. Um, at least it's not like a Forge World resin one. It's one yeah. that I got like in a box. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe I'll do that. Uh, I'll at least take a look at it. See what I see. What see magic what, I can make see happen. What magic you can it, make it may happen. not. Yeah, it may not be that hard. Like it might be as simple as like okay, uh, score and snap this top part like of the tracks off yeah and then just fit the tracks all the way around it and then maybe like i gotta cut some of the tracks out yeah and join them like because there'd probably be too many tracks mm-hmm. on a spartan yeah i would think so and then, yeah and then if i do that try fucking telling me it's not a proteus just try <laughs> like, try telling me that my pimped up command uh, land raider with Proteus style wraparound tracks, it's not a Proteus. Yeah, exactly. I dare you. You can tell me. I'm just not going to listen. Yeah, yeah I, I figured. And I'll much. just always leave a. I'll always leave a spot open in my heavy support just in case I run into quote unquote that guy. Yeah. Well, there might be that guy out there, but who knows? Hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully not. So you know what? Maybe uh, maybe OBS runs somehow on Rogers. No. Like, maybe it has some kind of, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it has some kind of a connection. Are you Rogers. still getting blips? Because I'm not hearing any blips on my No, I'm not, hearing, I'm not hearing any now. I haven't heard any in a while, knock yeah. on wood. But, um, I, wonder where I don't know. Well, yeah. Um, Speculation. Anyways, so uh, real quick, I didn't get to sort of finish. I wanted to sort of finish and launch, like, the beta Garmin thing that um, yeah. we had kind of mentioned before the break. But uh, essentially, it's going to be a bit of a global campaign. I don't remember how much I've spoken about it before the break. but uh, good re- uh, A good recap is not nothing. No yeah, problem. exactly. So it's really just going to create, like, a, you know, a global campaign forum where we can share stories of what we're doing, keep guys hyped, mm-hmm. and create backstories for praetors and centurions mm-hmm. and sergeants that, you know, that we've created or that we've built up. And by we, I mean all of us playing yeah. and everyone who opts to take part in it. And then, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have like a, a, probably a Google form that you can fill out so that I can track like who's winning what on what planet. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I'll make a few mission suggestions probably every month and try to put them in a way that looks appealing. Yeah. Um, so that everyone can kind of do it. And we'll, you know, if you post any pictures of your games, use the hashtag push for beta Gorman. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully we'll see you at uh, Adepticon for the, uh, the evening historical series. Yeah. Um, which is mostly just like beers and horse heresy. Mm. Um, Sounds like a great combination. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to drink a bunch of Negronis. Yeah. Um, I've been on a big kick of those lately. And those are just pure alcohol, man. They're awesome. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. yeah. I was supposed to do stuff on Saturday. Instead, I like went to the liquor store and bought like Campari and Red Vermouth. And I already had gin. And I stopped at the grocery store and got like a bunch of oranges. Oh, nice. And then just drank Negronis like all night. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, anyways, it's a good drink. If you haven't had it, it's one part sweet red vermouth, one part Campari, one part gin. Mm-hmm. And then pour that over some ice and garnish with an orange peel. Ooh, look at you Super all fancy. good. Yeah. Yeah, my boss got me onto them. 
Nice. nice. A little while, kind of by accident, actually. Cause he ordered one, and I ordered like a gin and soda, and then just two Negronis came, so I just drank it. And I was like, "This is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so good." Um, yeah, hell, you know what? I go upstairs, make me one of those right now. Oh. But yeah, anyways, um, the goal here, I, I'll probably actually have at least the Facebook group set up. Yeah. Um, come. Uh, come when this episode drops so join that share your stories share your share your dudes uh, in order to participate it'll be you know send your score in and then type up a bat report yeah you know, and the, i think rep. and i would like to just say that the bat rep is one of the biggest things and it doesn't have to be long just just give us a story so we we uh because the whole thing we're we're we want is for people to tell a story from the battlefield and 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 what came of it right and and it's going to be a larger narrative for everyone to be a part of, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'm kind of stealing the the idea and the methodology a little bit from like Infinity. They did a few campaigns like this a little while ago, and yeah. you know you could check and see like how things were changing on the map. Um, mine obviously won't be like real time because I don't have the programming skills or the time to find someone with the programming skills. Um, mm. So I don't know. Maybe if you're interested, hit me up, uh, and we'll upgrade it like part way through. But uh, they basically you filled out the form, but your scores didn't count unless you had an attached um, battle report. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a space where you can type it in there, but I'd encourage you to just type it in into the Facebook group yourself mm-hmm. and and share it out. And if you're if you're curious and you're like, well, how do I write like? you know a cool lore-driven battle reporter then head on over to the iterators podcast uh episode eight from february 7th titled writing lore-driven battle reports Mm -hmm. that was a fantastic episode that'll probably help you help you figure out how to write and it doesn't have to be like a novel man you can just it could be quick synopsis yeah there's but there's a guy here in town um scott who writes just like yeah unbelievable battle reports and he does it after like every game oh like he'll he'll have like a pickup game with somebody and then you'll know that he had a pickup game because he writes like just this beautiful battle report in mm-hmm. the local facebook group mm-hmm. um he does, it's, yeah. yeah yeah so uh I, you know i was a little inspired by kind of what he does um because every time you read one of those you're like fuck yeah like i want to get out i want to play exactly that's and that's that's the whole yeah that's the whole sort of uh, like you, one of the things thing i take away from when scott does these battle reports or any battle reports people write up is like when they're telling the story, you know and you understand when you're reading it the that what's happening on the battlefield when you're playing the actual game. They're not talking mm-hmm. about the dice rolls. I roll the six. I roll like they're dramatizing the whole thing, right? But it yeah. will makes you want to go out and go tell your own story. And what what story can you tell on the battlefield? And how how much fun you can have telling that story with your opponent? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's something the iterators podcast they uh josh and dan um uh they 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 really push for the theater of the mind they're they're great that way i think they're they they're definitely been one of my bigger inspirations in the past little while about telling more of a story behind my praetor and whatnot um and and what and i just i that's why i i've come up with backstories for most of my praetors now for my armies is because of them and because it it Telling their story, telling that my captain or praetor story is is it's a lot of fun, and that's something that's me and you talked about and how we're doing our whole Blood Angels Emperor's Children thing. 
yeah exactly because you know maybe maybe you don't want to i don't know just draft something up out of nowhere because we've all we've all run into that person who's like here's my custom character a custom chapter and he's never lost a fight and blah 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 yeah. well now you can fucking put your money where your mouth is and if by the time you get through to the if you get to the end of the push for beta garmin and your praetor's never lost a fight a la dean morris's blood angels praetor that i hear so much about in mm-hmm. australia no one could kill him mm-hmm. um then uh and actually like gareth arenda has never lost an official fight he lost in the dueling pits but yeah um you know if he's never lost like a fight in the field and may you know you want him to be that backstory we'll get him into a lot of fights and roll well yeah um and then by the time you get to beta garmin you know he's got all these additional titles like i don't know maybe it's Maybe it's uh, like a Space Wolf guy, and he's now like, I don't know, the Scourge of Urant. Yeah. Or something like that, right? Um, because he went through the Urant portion of the push for Beta Garmin, and he killed, like, you know, he put Abaddon down, like, wounded him. And, yeah. And he ran a train through, like, the entire Thousand Suns there, right? Or, I don't know, maybe he, like, put a real pounding on Prospero. And I, I don't know. I don't know what his story yeah, is, but that's, and now that's... you've got an opportunity to play it and create the story so you can still pull the background inspiration on the character which is what both you and i are doing um yes that's that's how i ended up like taking casper royst and uh looking through history for famous last stands and not necessarily someone who makes it out the other side of that last stand yeah um uh i just sorry i just got a really cool idea i'll talk to you about (laughs) that i'll probably do um just for fun and uh but yeah i mean i think there's so much option there but now you don't have to necessarily start thinking about what his backstory is you can start creating his backstory and living his backstory and then you know particularly if you're a new player or if it's a new legion by the time you get to adepticon or wherever like you know any major event next year you've got a backstory for the praetor it's like cool so tell me about tell me about this dude what's his story well he was born on Chemos. Yeah. And, you know, it, throughout throughout the Crusade, like, he would frequently duel with Kasperion of the Blood Angels. Yeah. They had somewhat of a friendship. And, yeah. uh, you know, Kaya he K- tried to flip Kasperion, and they ended up at, you know, no. ended up at odds or something. And, and whatnot. Yeah. Like, and that, yeah. that's the thing. Like, and that and that's that's like we you can have a little bit of a backstory. I mean, you want to have an understanding of what your 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 character. Yeah, well, all of all of that is a perfect example. Yeah, exactly. You've ju- you've just kind of given I just a great made that up. Yeah, just <laughs> just sitting here talking, and then our story will continue on the battlefield, and that's how yeah. our like how our character plays and how the dice roll for him them and whatnot. That'll tell like are they a chicken? Do they do they run away quite often? You know. Are they headlong and makes charges that you know are you know not the the smartest of charges kind of thing or whatever right or is one yeah. you know making tactical circles around the other one like these are all stories that will be told on the uh, the battlefield and mm-hmm. and and that'll be done by the dice rolls and the decisions that we make as as the players and I think that's one of the coolest things because that will tell the long-term story of our, our of our praetors. Yep. And, yeah, and exactly. a lot of the, a lot of this idea came from, um, that episode of the iterators episode. What was it? Eight. You said 
eight was writing lore written battle oh yeah before the one before um, so seven yeah they're using history yeah. i think uh bringing history to life on the tabletop i think that was that episode seven yeah, yeah. i think so yeah um because yeah it wouldn't uh yeah they talk about yeah they're, they're praetors the ultramarine and the sons of horse praetor that you know, finally died the last their last battle. Both of them died at the same time, uh, and not fighting each other. But they had this long, long, you know, campaign going on that that told the story and told who these characters were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So, anyways, that'll be that. Um, make sure you follow Craig on uh, Instagram at Craig over the Barbarian. And uh, make sure you follow uh, Little Legend Studio as well at Little Legend Studio. Don't forget about uh, to follow um, Metters Miniatures and Broken Arrow Two Thousand and Crescent Edge Studio on Instagram. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you head on over to the blog. We'll have a link to that as yeah. well, so that way you can follow the tale of Heresy Gamers. Yeah. And uh, check out Unreal War Gaming. Um, just type that into Google. That'll take you to Unreal Wargaming Studio. Mm-hmm. And their bases are phenomenal. Fantastic. I got to place another little uh, order in there. Yeah, actually, because I need one. I need a base for my Leviathan. And yeah, thought about maybe just making them, but well, if you're, I feel like every time you have like another joint of glue along the way on that, it's like potentially a risk factor. Yeah. So well, yeah, I'm just gonna order. If you're Sorry, ordering a Leviathan. Um base can, can can you order me one too yes thanks i can, I can. um do you need more infantry bases i do not i have enough okay. it was the leviathan base was the only base that i am was currently missing i have enough bases for my army as it stands except for the flyer do they have flyer bases on the right or the, uh, yeah absolutely they do uh the um, flyer base i'm not quite ready for i don't even ha- i haven't even placed the order for the the storm eagle yet on forge world i don't even know if they have them available right now let's find out i don't know either plus like um order that in the winter why is that uh because then it comes less like goofed up oh yeah yeah the the the, the, the uh sun won't warp it yeah, the heat won't warp it. Uh, cool. Okay, so uh, is it an 80-millimeter base the Leviathan is on? It is an 80-millimeter base. Okay, cool. So there's three different urban rubble bases, so I'll get two of them. Okay. Um, and then uh, and then we'll have different bases. Because I think we ended up with the same – or no, actually, I think we ended up with different urban rubble bases as well. Did we? Yes, we did. Oh, we did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think you got urban rubble 2. Okay. And I got urban rubble 3. Oh, perfect. Um. Yeah, because they look similar. They have it looks almost like they continue in a line. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I got those ones. Because um, it'll make it look like the contemptors are squaring off against each other. Nice. Um, and then the the regular dreadnoughts come with like a molded base. So I'm just gonna do my darndest to build a, an urban rubble base that looks like it'll tie in. Oh, fantastic! For my regular like stompy boys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyways, check them out. They're uh, they're pretty legit, and yep. then Conversion World as well because I've been going just hog wild with their bits. Okay. Uh, throughout throughout my entire army, so check them out, give them some love. They've they've been a they were a supporter of both um, Las Vegas Open and um, Adepticon, uh, Adepticon, so they deserve it. And then uh, yeah, you and I will have to chat as well. We'll put a joint order into Versatile Terrain. Oh. 
because I'm going to need some uh, nameplates. Oh, you're going to do nameplates. Okay. Yeah, for characters and dreadnoughts, um, I'm going to do nameplates so that they uh, they really stand out. Gotcha. Helps tell that story a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to live live that dream. And then, of course, check out all of our Instagram or all of our social media, I should say. Mm. Um, Check us out on uh, Instagram at the DAB podcast on Facebook.com slash DAB podcast. And if you'd like to email us and get into listener list or something in which, uh, you know, we can talk theme wise. Yes. I I don't know that we can talk well enough about this will be good. Yeah. Yeah. but uh, who cares if it is or not? Just get good with it, scrub. Yeah. May, may, yeah. Make it work for you. Find yeah. the way it works best for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that's what we're all doing right now. The rules have yep. changed, and and yeah. we're all just trying to figure out what's gonna what's what's gonna be the most fun and 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 suits our our play style the most. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, I'm ending up with, like, I, I know I need to put more melta guns in, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, like everything else is just all like solid shot munitions. So I just keep trying to put like more solid shot munitions on stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm like, I need some melta, or I'm gonna have a real fucking problem. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not gonna be able to deal with like any any heavy vehicles if they show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll have a couple of last cannons in there, but just just a funny aside anyways mm-hmm. check us out um check out everybody above get yeah. some unreal war game bases because they're sweet yeah, get some conversion sweet. world swords because they're sweet <laughs> and uh keep those geller fields up take care